I've always believed the foundation of our fulfillment in life doesn't come from our success, but rather the strength of our relationships, not only with others, but also with ourselves. And how we develop a deeper connection is through self-reflection and purposeful conversations with those around us, especially like-minded individuals. And that is exactly why I created the What Fulfills You card game, to cultivate both more meaningful relationships with others, as well as ourselves on the journey of personal growth. I certainly use these questions as a guide for journal prompts and weekly check-ins with myself. And of course, when I am playing this game with friends on a Friday night in, you bet I am enjoying it with a glass of wine or two, who knows. Shop the card game now at whatfulfillsyou.com and enjoy an exclusive 10% off for listeners only with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy! Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. So today's topic is going to be around the concept of how to be excellent and essentially what I've always noticed as well is when you are excellent and when you show up in exceptional ways you become unforgettable and this applies in all facets of life in again in my experience but I've experienced this in the corporate world in my own entrepreneurial journey And as well as day-to-day life things, even when I have gone out, which I've shared in many stories about my New York life, where I have a tendency to sometimes go out by myself, whether that's to a cocktail lounge or even the most recent um, adventure was a nightclub. And what I've always noticed is the more I did it, um, what I've always noticed is that Anytime I wanted to return to those places, it became a lot more comfortable because I was unforgettable at each place because they always remembered my name, they always remembered my face. Even this restaurant I took my brother and his girlfriend to in early December and I remember I was even a little surprised but to me it really showcased this philosophy or mindset that I live by which is why I'm sharing it but the chef actually sent over um, quite a few dishes for my brother, myself, and his girlfriend for dinner, and the dishes were on the house. And I'm not saying this to brag whatsoever, but I'm sharing this because the reason why I even came to that point was because I made it a point to make sure, you know, people at this restaurant knew me and they remembered my face. And sometimes you have to go out of your way to do those things. Now, I know it's not easy to just show up and introduce yourself and say your name and all those things. I get it. I have been there myself and it took me many years to get to this level of confidence and belief. Um, And again, I believe confidence is always a work in progress but it also starts with actually doing the thing that scares you doing whatever it is that makes you uncomfortable 
even last night I had gone out with one of my girlfriends um, and she's for sure listening but I had dared her or I don't know if it was a dare but rather I just literally was like you know you should go sit down next to this guy because the chair was empty and just strike a conversation with him and I always love challenging my friends like that because I I have noticed that it fulfills me in a way to kind of push my friends and my circle out of their comfort zone and I consider my listeners Um, essentially my community as well and so I love seeing people do that and then kind of really open their eyes to like wow it wasn't that bad and they really get to see like okay this is what it's like to do something out of my comfort zone and it was for sure I'd say kind of out of her comfort zone to just like sit down and talk to this guy completely random he had you know some people around him but like he wasn't talking to anyone and I just was like yo that's like a perfect opportunity to strike a random conversation. So with that being said I'm going to dive into my first point here and that involves showing up every single day and what I mean by showing up I mean literally always showing up as your best in whatever fashion or form. So for me I'm a firm believer in look good, feel good, play good. I think that was something I adopted in high school. And to me, I find that this mentality is surrounded by the psychological effect you put on yourself when you dress up, do some makeup, or whatever it is. Again, each person has their own. But for me, it's about dressing well, having a good first impression outfit, And it's important because it's not about being shallow, like, oh my God, you are always dressing really nice and bougie. It's not about that. It's it's about showing up in your best version, right? So however you want to be seen as. And it's important to acknowledge as well that the first impression you give on anyone is the first five seconds when you walk into a room or the first five seconds when they notice you, right? And whether you like it or not, one of the first things we notice about someone is just how they're dressed as well as how they like are presented, just their physical look, right? So again, that doesn't mean you have to always be really dressy. It just means what does being exceptionally presentable look like to you, right? Like you wouldn't go to a job interview looking not so put together, right? And so that, in my opinion, is the same thing with everyday life. And I find that it has a profound effect on how I perform each day because when I put on that, you know, gear, so to speak, right? For example, even for me, like back in my skating career, when I put on a really nice dress, I put my hair in a bun, I put on some competition makeup, I'm ready to compete. I'm ready to go out there and perform. And We have our practice days and we have our competition days. But even in practice, all of the top skaters I always noticed were in really good practice uniform, so to speak. And I translate that habit and mentality over into everyday life in that I want to look presentable and my best self each day. And, you know, even on a tangent of that... I have said this to friends as well in that there are many opportunities where you never know where you might run into your next romantic partner, your boyfriend, your even potentially your future husband. You never know, right? And it's always good to have a good first impression because you never know. And then also something I remembered uh, was part of 
a conversation during dinner last night was that my friend's sister, she had mentioned we were talking about uh, nails and how men do notice way more than we realize. And I was telling the story of how, you know, this guy um, during my Miami trip last year, he had complimented my nails and he had said how his mom always told him that you can tell if a woman takes care of herself by looking at her nails. And mind you, leading up to that point, I always had uh, chipped nails, like all my, the, the, the nail polish was chipped, all of that. And then only whenever I went on like a nice trip, I did my nails or whenever I had a nice event that used to be my nail care lifestyle. And so when he made that comment and my nails were obviously nice for this trip, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I probably should take my girlfriend's advice who um, my friend Tara had told me one time, you know, same thing. She was like, Emily, take off your chipped nails because not only does it not look good, but just at the very least you should have, you know, clean bare nails and not chipped because it looks funny. And I was like, no, like, I mean, why do I need to? Like no one notices. I'll just wait until the next time I go to the salon and I'll get them done, whatever. So obviously I learned a good lesson just from that. And then recently someone else said the same exact thing. Another guy had mentioned like, wow, I can tell you can take care of yourself just by looking at your nails. I'm like, Jesus, like, where did I not get this memo, you know, that men notice nails? And so same thing at dinner last night, my friend's sister said how, um, you know, on a first date with a guy, she didn't, her nails were, you know, not so great. I think it was chipped or something of that nature. And um, she just kind of figured, okay, this, you know, it's fine, not a big deal. And then on their second date, she actually had her nails done, um, which is her norm. But the first day, I think it was just like there wasn't enough time to go get her nails done or whatever. And the guy had actually made a comment and said, wow, like your nails, they look beautiful. Like they're so much nicer than last time. And she was like, wait, you noticed the first time? He's like, yeah, I did. I, I just figured, you know, that I'd give you a second chance anyways. And that that's probably not like who you are in terms of not being able to take care of yourself. And so we were laughing because my friend, um, you know, she didn't realize that was a thing either and that men realize that. And I'm not saying this is like to do it for men because now I, I always just do it because I love looking at pretty nails. And I'm not saying you should spend a fortune on your nails all the time. I only go like once a month or like once every three and a half weeks because I just do dip powder. Um, and they, for me, they last three and a half, almost four weeks. But to me, the nails and just your physical appearance is part of how you show up every single day outside of the mindset of showing up as excellent. And so my advice is do whatever you need to do to feel 150% your best. And that could mean putting on makeup, doing your hair, you know, going to bed early, waking up earlier, working out before work instead of after work, you know, whatever that is for you, reflect on it, think about it right now, maybe even pause the episode and just write down what you have noticed in the past that makes you feel just really your A game and find ways to incorporate that in your everyday life so that you can you know, especially because right now we're still in the beginning of the year, you can really kick off your year on a strong note and really practice new ways to show up as your best self and inevitably be excellent. Lately, I've been drinking Magic Mind almost every day before I start working for the day to help with getting into the flow state. Whether you are still in college or you work full-time like me, I know we all have those days where it feels extremely difficult to stay focused and on task. 
While I don't judge myself for lack of productivity, I do care about how effective I am with my time because time is precious, so why would I want to waste it? Something I've been genuinely really shocked about with Magic Mind is not only how good it tastes because I'm super picky, but also actually how well I stay focused. I mean, I don't know what it is, but if I'm being really honest, I get distracted kind of easily and it's been working wonders. So let's break down what Magic Mind really does. It is known to increase and improve productivity. It has very little caffeine and it only comes from matcha tea. It's a great alternative for coffee if you drink coffee for energy and focus or if you are like me, you can drink it alongside because I personally cannot give up my coffee. I love making it in the morning. It also helps fight off fatigue and brain fog as well as some ADD symptoms. And the best part, it is all natural ingredients, including adaptogens, matcha, and nootropics. I highly recommend you give this a try if you are already considering it. It comes in a box of 15, and I like it so much. Sometimes I drink it twice a day. And even better, you can enjoy 20% off your purchase with the code FULFILL at magicmind.co slash fulfill during checkout. That's fulfill at magicmind.co slash fulfill. Enjoy! My next piece of advice on being excellent is simply to put in exceptional effort in everything you do. This is something I learned in 2018. I, f- I forget her name, but I have her episode saved. She is essentially a venture capitalist. She's from Japanese descent. She went to Stanford, I believe, and she lives in the Bay Area. And she was on Tim Ferriss's podcast. Um, If anyone's interested, I think I'll be able to link it in the show notes. But what I learned from that episode, and at this time, I was a junior in college, my second semester. I remember this vividly because listening to this episode changed my mindset on why it's important to do even the most mundane things like photocopying papers or folding laundry or getting coffee for your boss, whatever that is, right? She really elaborated on her dad's advice about always doing an exceptional job because that simply becomes who you are. What you do every day is part of your habits and your habits become your identity and your identity is who you are. So exceptional effort in everything you do, that includes at work, even if you are in a quote-unquote lower or entry-level position and, you know, maybe you're doing quote-unquote stupid things or mundane things for your boss, whatever that is, always do it with exceptional effort. And people notice when you do an exceptional job and go over the top. They might not notice like the first time or the second time, But again, when you do it repeatedly and that becomes part of your identity, people will notice. I can guarantee you that. And to me, it's the same thing as like when you get a really good waiter or waitress at lunch or dinner, it's hard not to notice when that person is just clearly doing an exceptional job, right? Usually that person has really good energy, they're smiling, they try to make good conversation with you, they try to up-level your energy, they try to bring really good recommendations for food. Overall, you can just tell that their energy is just top-notch and it's hard to not notice when they're clearly doing an exceptional job because why? Exceptional stands out from average, right? So that is why it's so important to put in exceptional effort even in the more mundane tasks because people will notice that 
even more. And so, of course, outside of the mundane things, you should also be putting in exceptional effort in your normal life, right? So when you're at the gym, you should not be half-assing it. When you are at work or when you're at dinner and having a conversation with someone, like you should always be putting your best foot forward because when you do this over and over and over again, what I've noticed is that it just simply becomes who you are. And people will remember and describe you, you know, Sally is a super exceptional person. She does this. She's always on time. She's always very precise. She always has great energy. I promise you guys, people will notice. And that is a big step forward in being unforgettable and being consistently excellent. My last tidbit here is to always act with integrity and to do the right thing. Because again, it becomes who you are which is someone that always acts with integrity. And for me personally, this is actually one of my core values and principles is just always act with integrity. I've mentioned this on previous episodes before and just part of my long haul story of how I've gotten to where I am today. But over time when I realized um, back in my like late teens, early 20s, I really felt like I wasn't the type like my character was not someone that I had a lot of integrity at least at least like to the level I wanted to so for me it became very important that however I made my decisions and whatever my choices were it was that I was always doing the right thing and like I said people will remember it whether you realize it or not even if it's behind closed doors or if it's in front of everyone else people will remember it because it becomes part of your identity I don't want to be redundant but do not forget that. That's why it's important to not just do it one time or a couple times. But when you do this every single day and when this becomes part of how you make decisions, people will identify you as someone that acts with integrity. And that goes with, you know, when it comes to doing the right thing, do it even if not many people believe it is. I think this is probably one of the hardest hurdles for anyone to get over is um, when you believe something is the right thing to do and when you believe this is the right position to stand up for there's going to be a lot of people that will try to talk you down and will try to say you're doing the wrong thing but you have to go back to your values and principles and these are essentially the foundation of what you live by right and for me I've always used values and principles as a way to decide what is the right and wrong thing to do and principles as I've learned from Ray Dalio which his book principles is a book that I highly recommend which also changed my life I read this when I was I think 20 years old um, so four years ago now but this is the foundation of how you make decisions and what I mean by foundation is that When you have these strong core pillars that you live by, you won't ever have to feel conflicted on what to do, especially in times where it feels conflicting because all you need to do is return to evaluate, okay, what is it that I say that I live by, right? What is it that I say that I am? Because for me, when I do that, I go, ah, If I am someone that actually is selfless and kind and I act with integrity, then this is the decision I would make, right? So um, I I find that a lot of people 
become indecisive or struggle with making decisions, a big part because of lack of principles and lack of core values. And it's not even like they lack that. It's actually usually rather they lack identifying what those values are and how to stick by them. That was what I was lacking when I was 18, 19, 20. And when I read that book, I just had an eye-opening experience because I was like, oh my gosh, like that is why I struggle with being X, Y, and Z. So for me, that is how the value of integrity really came about in my life. But also, um, I just think in everyday life, we should all really strive to always do the right thing and be excellent. And when it comes to being excellent and doing the right thing, you lose nothing, right? If you think about it, you lose nothing by doing the right thing. And if you think losing, you know, certain friends or certain people that disagree with your decision or disagree with your beliefs and principles, well, you think about it. If you know what your foundation is, and there are people in your life that highly disagree with it to the point where they will, you know, leave your life. Is that really a loss? To me, that's how I would think about it. And um, as I said that, I actually thought about a friend of mine who lost a friend uh, back in 2020 due to um, political differences. And it wasn't even really like political differences it was honestly just like it was just rather like different uh beliefs and um you know morals to be honest and it did really suck to see my friend lose that friend because I think it speaks more on the the person that was walking away from the friendship all because of you know I don't like you anymore because you're you know, you believe in this and you believe in that and that's completely different from me, right? I mean, that's not how great friendships work. I mean, we all know that we're never going to be super 1000% aligned with everyone. We're all going to have different views, small or big on anything in life, right? Um, But that doesn't mean that we have to completely cut people out. And so therefore, kind of going back to what I said earlier is you lose nothing by doing the right thing. And again, standing your own ground, acting with integrity in what you believe in, because the people or whatever it is that would walk away, at the end of the day, those are not the right people for you anyways, because they don't stand in alignment with you. So overall, my three biggest tips on being unforgettable and being excellent is number one, show up every single day. And when I say show up, I mean show up as 150% your best self, no matter what it takes, no matter what you need to do, make it a habit because that becomes who you are. Number two is be exceptional in everything you do. Even if it's something mundane like folding laundry, getting coffee for someone, or being present at dinner with friends or colleagues. Be exceptional. People will remember it. And as expected, it becomes who you are. And number three, always act with integrity and do the right thing. People will remember you even if they don't notice right away. They will remember years later that you were someone that always did the right thing, and acted with integrity. And most importantly, you lose nothing by doing the right thing. 
and standing for your own principles and values. So don't be afraid to do something or make a decision based on what you believe is right. Because if you have the right intention, then it will show for itself later on. That is all for today's episode. I hope this topic brought a lot of value for you. This was something I feel like I haven't touched on before and is a practice I have incorporated in my life over the past two years. And so I always want to share my personal knowledge and experience with all of you. And so as always, if you loved this topic and episode, please be sure to share this on your Instagram story and tag the podcast Instagram at what fulfills you because I always love to see who is tuning in. And before you head out, be sure to check out all the podcast merchandise, especially if you are new here. The best-selling What Fulfills You card game and the daily gratitude journal is available at whatfulfillsyou.com. Check out the show notes for the 10% off promotion code. Again, everything is available at whatfulfillsyou.com. Thanks again for listening. I will chat with you all in the next episode.